Hey everyone, um, I'm going to be chatting about something. I get this question a lot and I think parents end up <laughs> coming to me with this question because somehow, I don't know if the word has gotten out that ask Amanda what you should do or something, but I'm really passionate about this topic of helping our kids handle conflict when there's another kiddo that they're having difficulty with. Like, what do we do as parents? How do we equip our kids to handle conflict well and definitely have not done this perfectly by any means but I want to help us especially with school starting how do we go into school this school year helping them navigate conflict well because what we want our kids to grow up doing is having the ability to use their voice and handle difficult things in a biblical way and so what a great opportunity that all of these uh, interactions at school and just even if you homeschool with other kiddos present right they're all opportunities to grow so what do we do the cool thing is different schools have reached out too because i'm just asking me to come in and equip the teachers and staff and i'm like yes that's awesome however the parents need equipping like that's we don't if we don't even know how are we going to help our kids like the, it's great that the teachers know right but we've got to know this as as parents as well so that's what we're going to talk about first we ha as parents have got to understand the difference between what it means to be rude mean or being a bully. Like there, there's a difference between being rude, being mean, and being a bully. Okay. And we should know the difference because we want to teach our kids to know the difference. Okay. So being rude is unintentionally, spontaneously acting or behaving in a way that's maybe you could think of annoying. So it's not personal to anybody. It's just perhaps annoying. Um, it's not meant to hurt anyone, but it's maybe not thought through, unplanned, sort of the spontaneous type of behavior. So like slamming a, a locker door shut, uh, poor manners, like burping, um, jumping head in line. So like that's just being rude. It's not intentionally to hurt anybody. It's sort of like this, just this thoughtless spontaneous behavior that's not directed at any one person okay so that's being rude being mean is intentional it is on purpose it's saying or doing something to hurt someone else that's being mean okay and i'm going to break these down rude mean being a bully and then i'm going to talk about how to handle them okay so that's being mean being a bully Hold on, I'll say that again. Being mean is intentionally saying or doing something to hurt someone else. Being a bully is essentially being mean repeatedly. So it's intentional, repetitive, mean behavior. Okay. The difference between being mean and being a bully is that the person exhibiting the mean behavior has been given the opportunity to stop and they have not. So their mean behavior continues. That's what makes 
hit bullying. They are continuing to hurt knowing it is hurtful and they are not stopping or changing their behavior. Okay. So what we often see and what is super sad is be okay. If we truly want our kids to grow up, being able to communicate what it is they need and what, what, what really practicing their own personal sense of agency that they have a voice that they understand they have a voice and that they understand that they can use that voice to affect change, to create their own sense of safety and security. If we truly want our kids to grow up knowing that, that what is being done to them does not need to be done to them, then we should want to coach our kids through how to handle conflict with other kids. Unfortunately, this is what I often see. I see it all the time. A kiddo will come to their parent with a difficulty with another friend. And that parent, instead of coaching their kids on how to handle that conflict and communicate directly and, and follow and like coach them through how to do that, instead of that, the parent will often either go to their parent, go to a teacher, go to a principal or so on. So instead of coaching our kiddo through how to handle that conflict, we're handling it for them. <clears throat> okay. Not, that's like, that's never good. Okay. Now I'll get to the point what we need to do when it is bullying. Okay. But first and foremost, if there's a new conflict that's coming up with a, with a friend, um, our job, our first and foremost job as parent, parents, should be to encourage and coach our kids through how they can handle this situation. That's our first goal, okay? Again, I'll get to if that doesn't work in a minute. But also, if you have questions, like just leave it in, in the comments and I am going to be watching. So first, we want to coach our kids and encourage them. And rem- if we forget this, then we're going to go ahead and handle their conflict for them. And we don't want to do that. I don't want us to do that because then we're going to raise kids that, well, I have a lot of, I have a lot of thoughts on that, but we don't want to do that. We, 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 we don't want kids thinking that mom and dad can solve all my problems for me, or I don't need to practice using my voice. Someone else will take care of it for me. I can just be quiet and somehow this will just magically go away. We don't want to do that. Right. So first and foremost, again, we can talk through or with our kids. Okay, what kind of behavior does that sound like? If our kiddo comes and says, so-and-so did so-and-so to me today during recess or whatever the case is, our first question is to help them and ask out loud, okay, child, like kiddo, what does that, is that rude or mean behavior, right? Because this is a new situation, new scenario that is coming up. So we help them decipher and we are deciphering with them, discerning and navigating, which is this? Is this rude? Was this not directed toward anyone? Or was it a mean behavior? Okay. Once you determine that it is mean behavior, because rude, something rude is sometimes also very, just a personal preference, right? I don't like that Joey burps in the hallway. Um, That could be personal. And um, he's not intentionally being mean to me, but I can still utilize and activate my voice in that and make it known that I prefer that that rude behavior stop. 
but it's not necessarily directed toward anyone. And so he isn't intentionally doing it toward anyone else. So we have to help them understand, is it worth it? Um, you know, those sorts of things when it is a rude type of behavior. But if it's mean, if it is directed toward our child, then our goal is to help them again, understand that is a mean, that is something that's mean, that's hurtful toward you. What do you think we should do? And asking them, getting them involved in this process, ultimately helping them to understand that if they do not use their voice, if they do not ask Joey, if Joey has been mean to our child, I'm just making up names. If we don't tell Joey that that needs to stop, then Joey's never going to have the opportunity to stop. So we have to encourage our kids to use their voice and to speak up and say that felt mean or that was rude. That was, that was hurtful. When you XYZ, that made me feel XYZ. Please stop. Um, we, if we don't help our kids through that first most uncomfortable process of actually speaking out, then the person being mean never has the opportunity to stop. And so what I often see is because we will label, mislabel bully behavior when that per, it's really not because that person has not had the opportunity to stop. They've never even. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of times where kids truly do not know that their behavior is hurtful. That is, that would be mislabeling a behavior bullying because they've never had the opportunity to stop. Again, bullying is intentional, repetitive behavior after they've been asked to stop. So they are knowingly continuing to be harmful or, or hurtful to another person. That is bullying. So it's a different situation, right? So again, we want to ask our kiddos, what do you think we could say to Joey? Because if we don't give him the opportunity to stop, he's not going to get, he's not going to get that opportunity. So we have to voice again, that that is hurtful. And most of it, you know, for one of our kiddos, it took a good half of a year for her to finally have the courage to say, I don't like when you say that it makes me feel really bad inside please stop saying that to me. And and I think, and you'll have to discern this out depending on their, their ages, but we do this with our kindergartner even. We, we want her to voice, that is hurtful, please stop. Because again, as they get older, it's, it's almost more difficult as they get older to use their voice if they haven't been practicing it as much. And their younger years. So encourage them and then keep encouraging them and keep encouraging them. I, I hate to jump around this. Um, and I mean, and there are times you need to, um, but to get your, to help and coach your kiddos through, and it might be that they need to write a letter or, um, maybe that you join them, but they, that they use their voice in this situation because again, it's equipping them to handle situations and conflict themselves. Okay. And again, I'm referring to mean behavior, not bullying behavior, mean behavior. So something difficult happens. There's a kiddo that's, that's not nice. 
they come to you. What we don't want to do is bypass our kiddo and go to the parent, the, the teacher, the principal, because it's, it's not allowing our child to practice their own conflict resolution. How can we expect our kids to grow up and be full functioning, healthy, societal uh, contributors if they can't even have meaningful relationships with people because they've never had to say hard things? Super important. I I think that in even our kindergartner, when she was in kindergarten, we were encouraging her. She would, and and this can happen in your own home within your the siblings too. Like. I'm just making up names. Joey, again, I don't know why Joey's getting the, the name of the day, I guess, but Joey's coming to me. Um, mom, Joey took my Lego and then he threw it across the room. Uh, my first response as a parent is not, Joey, get down here. We need to talk. No. My, my response is, why are you telling, have you told Joey that, that you're mad at Joey for taking your Lego and throwing it across? Why are you telling me? Like, why are you coming? You can. I can be a sounding board, but I'm essentially not going to solve your problem for you. Uh, you need to, you know, you know what we do in this home. Go to Joey and you need to talk to Joey about it. Like I have full faith in you that you can voice what happened, what happened and what you did not like and how that was hurtful. If you have not talked to Joey about it, I don't know why you're talking to me about it. Right. So we want to encourage them. It's easier to go to someone else. Hello, we see this in our own lives. It's way easier to go to someone else and tell them or ask them or have at whatever, right? But but our job hopefully is to go directly to that person. It's biblical, directly to that person. So go to Joey, go to Joey before you come to me. Um, if that doesn't go well, then come to me and let me know. But our job again is to first encourage them to go to the person with whom they have a problem. So that's one of the things that we do not do well as parents. So we've got to encourage them to go directly to that person. And again, it might take a really long time for our kiddo to finally have the courage to, to use their voice and to say, that was hurtful. Please stop. And again, you can brainstorm with them how to do that. Okay. So that's mean behaviors. We want to encourage and equip our kids to be able to communicate with who they're having an issue with what needs to stop what they would like to stop. Okay. Now the thing I got to make sure I wrote a few little notes and I want to make sure I'm not forgetting anything. Um, the difference between that being, being mean and being a bully is again, they've been given, given opportunity to stop their mean behavior and they have not. So a, a bullying behavior is continued repetitive mean behavior. Okay. So uh, Joey was told by Susie to please stop. Joey's continuing to be hurtful and mean to Susie. Now that is when it is fully and entirely appropriate to step in as the parent. Okay. Um, again, though, I see us jumping in there many times before, you know, Joey even had any clue that anything was wrong. And that should not happen. Our kids should be, this is not hard. I mean, it's uncomfortable, but this is not hard. Our kids should be able to communicate with the other person what was mean, what was what, what did not feel good, what they would like them to stop doing. And um, again, the goal is to get to that point where 
they don't even have to come to you to be reminded of that, that they just practice using their own agency, their own voice in these situations um, and feel fully equipped to do that. And so, uh, again, but if they have been given the opportunity, here's also something that we should be asking when. So there was a situation uh, with our with one of our kiddos and um, it was mean behavior. Um, our Our kiddo had asked for that to stop. And it continued, which signals bullying, correct? But what I wanted to make sure was, have you truly communicated this in a way that this other person truly understands? And so I asked, well, so have you communicated it with this other person? She said, yes, I have. I said, how did you communicate it? Like, what did you specifically say? Come to find out it was pretty vague. It wasn't actually that specific. And so what I encouraged her to do was actually write a, write an email so that it was very clear, very, very, very crystal clear. And that was also an attempt really to help kind of document like this was serious. We've asked to stop. We've already had conversations, but now we helped. She wrote it and then we just made sure that it was very clear and so that it's spelled out like these behaviors are hurtful and I'm asking you to please stop so that if it did not, then we actually had something to say. Like we've communicated, my daughter communicated clearly and nothing has changed. This behavior continues. Um, and so make sure though that when your kiddo says, yeah, I went to them and I, even your own kids, right? It's like, yeah, I told Joey. We talked to Joey and Joey's like, she just mumbled something and slammed the door. So I couldn't even hear what she said, you know? So sometimes we have to really ask her kids, how did you communicate that you would like them to stop? Because it might not be clear on the receiving end of it, right? So, but if it is clear and uh, it continues, then that's when we should step in as parents. We should then talk to um, the parent, the teacher, the principal, whichever line of um, next step is appropriate given the situation. And every school has a different policy when it comes to bullying. Um, and so then you can work with the school on that. But again, it's just really, really, really important that we understand the difference between being rude, being mean, and being a bully. And then that we as parents equip our kids and not manage their own, their problems for them, right? Not solve their problems for them, not, not bypass our kids, um, and in this learning process of conflict for them so they don't actually have to be uncomfortable, right? No, we want to coach our kids and how to handle conflict with their friends so that they feel confident in their ability moving forward to then experience the you know more healthy environments for themselves so um that's what i wanted to share today um if you have any questions as you watch feel free to leave them below um but again the goal and also i want to say this too the goal is to help our kids be able to use their voice right um and when things don't you can't control other other people I know, so painful. We talk about it all the time, but it's helpful to teach our kids that. It's helpful to teach them that even after you go to them um, and and you discuss, you share that like, hey, this behavior is hurtful, please stop. 
they might be offended by it. They might not know how to handle that because perhaps no one in the past has ever said that to this friend. And so they might be very um, shocked by that. And they might treat you differently. They might kind of withdraw from the friendship. They might maybe um, take some time to, and pull back and all of that. And that's completely fine. And so to help walk through what, what might happen, not again, not intentionally, but they might not know how to interact with you in a way now since you've kind of shared with them this needs to stop and that's okay i think um you know to learn to teach our kids how to live with people who they might prefer not to be in close community with but have to be in these classrooms is a lifelong lesson right and so how do we you know helping our kids then after these situations have boundaries so that when they are in environments where they have to be around people who maybe aren't their most favorite people, how can I guard my heart and mind in this environment, in this situation? And so then that's a whole other thing too, but um, I hope that's helpful. And um, let's coach our kids through this, equip our kids through this and, and encourage them, help them practice using their voice in what is not working for them. So let me know if you have any questions.